Coming up on Over a Barrel. I have finally <laughs> riled up Patrick. Ladies and gentlemen, Patrick is now um, riled. Right, oh, this, so this show is going to be good. What's I can hardly 5100 Cairo Road? Would that be a, a... Find out what has Patrick so riled up on Over a Barrel. It starts right now. Welcome to the program on Over a Barrel. I'm Matt McLean alongside Patrick DeHaan. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are moving almost, believe it or not, Patrick, to a full oh. year worth of doing podcasts for Over a Barrel. And I know that I've had a lot of fun. And even at times in debating you, I've had fun. It's very entertaining to me. How are you well, doing? I'm, I'm great. You know, Matt, uh, you talk about all this uh, a year. Uh, wow. Uh, cannot be- believe this is episode number, I think. 47. I don't think anyone's really keeping track anymore. It's either you listen or you don't, but you know, it's been fun to update people on what's going to happen. And as we get into the holidays, um, you know, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, my wallet's a little bit lighter from filling up the tank, but, uh, I'm a little heavier for what I ate during Thanksgiving. How, how was your Thanksgiving? I ate lightly on purpose. Cause I am trying to, uh, go down in size, not up. And yes, I know I picked the bad time of the year, but there's never a good time of the year. I just want to point it out. I mean that it that that's true. It's it's always one thing or There's another. There's always an excuse, whether it's Easter, whether it, I mean July Fourth, no matter Memorial Day. Let's have a grill out. Let's make yeah. oodles and gobs of potato salad. I mean, there it doesn't matter. There's always an excuse to eat badly. It's, it's never an easy decision, and you know I think that segues perfectly into I think what OPEC is facing. By the way, right now, Absolutely. if we're jumping into it, is OPEC's got a tough decision, which. You know, we spoke about a little bit, but for those that don't know, OPEC, uh, and I think I mentioned about the Lions losing, kind of uh, kind of maybe um, interesting that I picked the Lions losing, the eight and two Lions losing, um, or said that they were going to, and then they they lose to the Packers in typical Lion fashion. Um, but yeah, here we are, and OPEC is trying to figure out what to do. Uh, oil prices, Matt, have declined for five straight weeks, and I know... You know, we've been seeing a lot more stations below that uh, $3 a gallon mark, uh, but that could end. Uh, that could end here really soon if OPEC comes out. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that uh, OPEC and its Russia-led allies are considering uh, new production cuts. As much of a million barrels a day, uh, delegates said, despite tensions in oil markets. Now, however... There have been some African producers that have been resisting Nigeria and Angola, um, which, by the way, the biggest African producers have not been excited about potentially having to cut their quotas. So, you know, we did say there was dissension among the ranks that's continued. And there's even been rumors, Matt, that this this delayed meeting could be further delayed as um as probably Saudi Arabia is working on everyone because the Saudis... You think you're arm twisting, trying to keep them uh, in line or what? Yeah, you know, well, the Saudis, Matt, you know, they, they've got, as we've talked about, what that like mile-long city in the middle of nowhere, right, in the uh, in the desert, they've got a lot of projects that, that they're spending some good coin on and the Saudis have a lot at stake here. If the price of oil continues to fall, Madden, by the way, it's at $78 a barrel. It was up a dollar and a half today. So if the Saudis cannot get the price of oil up, Matt, they are 
going to have difficulty in the months ahead. Mm, that is interesting. And Things by that difficulty, make you go, hmm. Now, by difficulty, that difficulty for one might be good news for the consumer as yeah. far as gas prices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it certainly could. Um, if, if there is not a solid agreement or if the market senses that this is just something to placate uh, us in terms of a decision, if it's something that they're just going to say and they, they don't follow through, then, you know, then then the market may view it skeptically and gas prices may decline. But I think for now, Matt, worth mentioning that uh, as oil prices have gone up here the last couple of days, the national average could be getting rather close to potentially a short-term bottom. Now, it's largely contingent on what OPEC does. So OPEC's got a little bit of power on where we go, how low we go, how long we go. Uh, but for now, um, we did see prices, gas prices, that is, moving up in Florida. We've seen that actually in a couple states uh, compared to a week ago. And I know you were talking about off the air here. You're talking about <laughs> prices went up just in time for the holiday. But at you know, you, know you and I, we and, and listen, let's just be full disclosure. We actually started recording late because you and I were having this discussion. <laughs> uh, we have been friends for so many let's years. Let's get into it. Yes, right. So you and I have been friends for so many years. And and I know ex- sometimes I know exactly how to push your buttons and I don't even mean to. Uh, but no, no. And you know how to do, put, to push the buttons on my end as well. But You're a the, button pusher. Uh, well, I mean, yes. Let's go ahead and admit it. So yes, in, in I this am. Podcast, Dan, in this podcast, and when it comes to gas prices. In this podcast. <laughs> I uh, was driving around, you know, quote unquote town on the day before Thanksgiving. You're trying to find some evidence to push buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's working, but you're you're in disagreement. That's cool. Uh, so I was driving around, quote unquote town. Uh, and, you know, quote unquote town. Yeah. Driving around town. And, and I was looking <laughs> at gas stations. I'm like, you know. I've got to drive through three states tomorrow to make it to, you know, over the river and through the woods to, to so-and-so's house. We I go mean, literally over the river and through the woods. Uh, yeah. The Mississippi and the Ohio river and uh, to make my way from basically Kentucky in toward Missouri, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, and I'm looking, I'm like, Oh, gas price is two seventy nine a gallon. I see one for two eighty one. blah, blah, blah. I'll just, you know, first thing Thanksgiving morning, I'll just fill up and, and not worry about it today. So then I go to the gas station, first thing Thanksgiving morning, like seven in the morning, and it's $2.99. And I'm looking around and thinking, well, that's odd. Uh, and so I, I'm like, well, I mean, I need gas. I'll just go Hold ahead on. and... F- you know, I've got a box of Kleenex here I'd like to hand you, mm-hmm. uh, $2.99. No, but, so, it's, but, it's, but it's interesting. It's what, 20 it, cents more suddenly, the same station that was two seventy nine, like less than 12 hours before, was suddenly 20 jump. cents higher. Then I'm like, okay, well, that's just a, a weird thing. So I start driving, right? Because I got, and every gas station that I had been by the previous day was also at $2.99. And I'm going, well, what's wrong with this picture? I Like, why price suddenly cycle. On, on a Thanksgiving day? Price well, cycling and, on well, Thanksgiving day? Now, I don't, I don't know exactly the times you, you compared. It is insanely rare to see Wednesday, stations going up on Thanksgiving. afternoon, just well, before it dark. It could have happened Wednesday night, you know? So he, here's here's the way gas stations I look at things, by the way. I still think they were trying it, to profit on a holiday. It, you know what? You know what? If you told me the station, <laughs> if you told me the station, I could go back and look at the time that we got a report of a higher price at that station. Well, But secondly, um, you, you know, I, I it's not... I, I struggle to explain this, Matt, because it is, I mean, thankfully we've got the benefit of time, but in like a 60 second, you know, or two minute media interview, it's really hard to explain that now stations don't want to have 
zero margin in their price when they're going to have an onslaught of Thanksgiving travelers, right? They, they, nor do they want to make a dollar a gallon. That's egregious. That's gouging. But stations want to make sure. So last week, Matt, the, the wholesale price of gasoline did jump up, which is also why I said we may be near a short-term bottom. So it did go up. The wholesale price did go up. Okay. Typically, those adjustments would not happen on a holiday because most of the pricing analysts, um, very similar job to kind of what I do, but a lot of these larger chains, um, anyone that has more than probably 15 or 20 stores could have a in-house pricing analyst that's looking at what they're paying and they will say, okay, we need to raise our price. But most of those pricing analysts, Matt, just like you and I, they don't want to be in an office on Thanksgiving. So usually stations do not empower their cashiers to make pricing changes themselves. Um, Sometimes the station managers may look at prices around them on Thanksgiving. That's pretty rare though, Matt, with all the distractions, the turkey on the table, the family around them. I'm I'm pretty sure most stations are not thinking, I got to check what the gas prices are on Thanksgiving because I sure as heck, okay, now I'm a nerd. Maybe I did. But most station owners are not, you know, they're not necessarily looking as closely on Thanksgiving. Admitting it is the first part of the solving the problem. Admitting it though is, is a good, it's a good step. Patrick. I, just you- <laughs> I, I just admitted it. So I'm, I'm, I'm step one. What's step two, bring the prices down um, instead of raising them. But yeah, so most, most of those adjustments probably would have happened Wednesday. That's when those analysts want to make sure that they're out ahead because most Americans left Wednesday as evidenced by our gasoline demand data. Most people left their house Wednesday. So that's why I'm thinking that's, that is a, a rare time to see a station making an adjustment would be on a Thanksgiving holiday or a Christmas or a New Year's. Well, well New I, Year's not I so much. I confirmed at least a dozen stations with my own two eyes yeah, from and 12 I just wonder hours if those, prior. I wonder if those stations went up after you went through on Wednesday afternoon. They easily could have. I mean, right. I suppose late right, in right, the day, right, you know Wednesday what? I'm, afternoon. I, I, I'm doing this. Uh, oh. where, where was this? Paducah? It, this town? Yes, it was Paducah. Yes, you are correct. All right. So I'm, 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 I'm rubbing my hands together. I finally, I have finally riled up Patrick. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Patrick is now riled. Oh, this, this show is going to be good. I can um, hardly wait. All right. So. Mm-hmm. What street? 5100 Cairo Road. Would that be a, a station that you'd be familiar with? Uh, on Cairo Road, yes. Uh, okay, that, uh, that's a, that's an exit three. And Charter in Oak Drive. Uh, yes, that is also. Would that be one of the stations? I don't want to say the station I, name. Would I? I did not drive through that area. But on wait, that, that station's afternoon. back at two seventy one. That's correct. Some of them fell. Okay, so I'm going to go back. I'm going to quickly type But I did not drive in. that street in full disclosure on Wednesday, okay, so, late Wednesday afternoon. Sure. So can you give me, I guess you could just say the number of central, the address. Central, central town in the southern portions of town and the southeastern portions of town if you're looking at a map. That's that's the area that I was driving at Wednesday, late, late afternoon, uh, approaching dark slash sunset, which admittedly so, happens at like two in the afternoon these days, but <laughs> that's a whole other story. But yeah, it, it was somewhere around four o'clock, four thirty or so. Okay. I want to <clears> zoom <throat> out here. I've, I've riled Pat ladies and gentlemen. I need music. Uh, this is, this is entertaining <laughs> to me. I've riled Patrick and, uh, and this is kind of fun to me. I do like to figure this out because I want to figure out. I just find it to be interesting. I just thought, well, why all of a sudden on a Thanksgiving holiday, did the stations just suddenly jolt back up? Some of them came right back down a few days later. Well, and, and yeah, that's the other thing with price cycling. Uh, that's really fascinating. Okay. So you said the South side of town, what, uh, give me an area. Uh, let's say the Farley. Hedron? 
Yeah. Far, he, uh, okay. Farley. Hin, yeah. Farley. Hindron. Okay. Uh, so the Lone Oak area. Okay. I do see. This a is entertaining oh, to me. I, I. By the way, I do see one of the the brands you mentioned off air yes. on John L. Per Year Drive near Husband yes. Road. Yes. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this one up. It Drove is at two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So I am going to quickly type that into my system <laughs> and see if I can see these pricing movements, stations, recent prices. Let's, let's see what you find. I want to know if the station went up on Thanksgiving. That would be a surprise. Okay, so... I mean, it may have happened late at night on Wednesday or even like 30 seconds after I drove by the stations on Wednesday. I don't know, but I'm just saying. I found it uh, very interesting. When was Thanksgiving? That was uh, the 23rd. Okay, there it is. Okay, so... Cost oh, me 20 look, more cents but, per gallon, but, Patrick. But that, that station... Okay, okay. Are you sure? Because I'm, I'm showing Matt on... I can confirm that that station went up on Monday. From 288 up, to 309. On okay, so on they to, went up. They went up to 309 on Monday. Okay, all right. And they came down to 299 on the 21st, which was Tuesday. Okay. And they went down to 287 on. They were 287 on the 22nd, and at six o'clock they went back up to 299. It sounds like they're throwing darts at a wall to figure out the price. That's. What <laughs> It uh, so they 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 had been at three oh nine the week of Thanksgiving they lowered to two ninety nine then I see two eighty seven and then at six o'clock one of our longtime users uh, on November twenty second reported them at two ninety nine although it looks like we got a confirmation that they were still at two eighty seven then later that night so they may have gone up Matt just for a couple moments yeah isn't that special right at the time they, where they, I- they, 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 you know. <laughs> They could have tried to go up, and if nobody else went up, they probably quickly went down. Yeah. So, by the way, that's I mean, that's that's what a lot of stations will do. They'll they'll throw up a different price, and they'll see if it sticks at other stations. And if it does, they oh, will I hold see. that price. And if it doesn't, if the, if their competition doesn't in like an hour go up, then they'll go right back down. I see one on the map for two sixty eight a gallon. I, I, um, I, I, is that I, in the Paducah area? It is. It's a current Interesting. one. Yeah, Interesting. I do. I do see that. I do see that. Yeah, I just throwing that out there. I just found it to be interesting. Yeah, so I mean, these, these are really interesting. And I mean, um, you know, to, to your point, it, it could have happened. But typically, uh, the larger operators, like I mentioned, just like you and I, gas station owner, if they own one or two stations, they're probably not looking on Thanksgiving Day. They'll probably look the day before or even the Monday before because, to your point, they don't want to be in a position where they're only making two or three cents ahead of the holiday, right? Because... What do you want to do when there's a lot of Americans, uh, travelers coming through? Do you want to be stuck making two cents or would you rather be making more of the normal margin, which is about 20 cents, Matt? So, I mean, that's fair. And, and the reason that they may have adjusted is also because the price of oil did jump up late last week on the, on the possibility that OPEC would be announcing a production cut, as I mentioned. So, so some of this me- is about the timing. You know, yeah, th- in which th- my this... timing was obviously quite poor because it cost me twenty more well, cents it, it per gallon. It wasn't poor. It's just you know the the fact of the matter is the station did want to make sure that they were going to be able to pay their expenses through the holiday. Maybe that's but why the, they did the, it. The, the, the push proactive. behind it was not them. The push behind them was the market going up and forcing their hand. That so makes sense. That makes the, sense. The catalyst is the market, but yeah, they don't want to be stuck in a position where they're not making. <sighs> Doggone, uh, uh, you talking me off the edge. <laughs> I tell you. But it, I mean, and then they went right back down, which is is fascinating. So a lot of the time, you know, that's what stations will try. Just like airlines, Matt, if it doesn't stick, if the competition doesn't go up, you go back down. So can I ask a very sincere question that of I course. think impacts every single person who is listening and every single American citizen? The doctor citizen. is in. Okay. 
I'm looking at what I call on the Gas Buddy site the heat map. I don't know what you call it. Yes. Is that it's actually what it's called? Yep. Well, see, uh-huh. there we go. And I and let's let's say I just kind of zoomed out a little bit and I'm looking across multiple states and I'm looking right now in portions of Illinois. Let me uh, and and if you're looking at it right now, you're going to see yellow. Like, you're going to see a brighter yellow around certain little spots. Go go to mm, like the Carbondale. southern exactly. Yep. Now my understanding is, you know, there are regions where you where your gas stations get their fuel from. So like little ports or spots or whatever, pipelines, wherever the fuel is coming in, there, there's like a hub for the fuel tanker trucks to go in and get the gas oh, and deliver it out. Is that is that a fairly I, accurate I, statement? I, I know exactly where you're going with us. Why are the price fluctuations set in such a large disparity that that certain spots are substantially higher than their surrounding areas? And I recognize there might be some tax issues depending upon no, which state no, state laws it's exactly no? what you think it is what is it well and and by the way folks tell me uh, what i'm thinking it's probably true <laughs> by the way folks we're, we're talking about uh, comparing prices uh, to an area that's about 17 miles away um that's what i'm doing right now matt and it's it does stick out because i look at carbondale by the way in illinois which is where i am Carbondale, Illinois, prices are 329, 339. And then you go straight down Illinois 13, basically. I think that's Illinois 13. If you go over 17 miles east, almost basically directly east, um, there's Marion, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Marion, Illinois? <laughs> that is, yeah. SIU okay. Carbondale, that whole little area there. That's a yep. metropolitan area in southern Illinois. So and Carbondale, yes. 339, and you go over to Marion, Matt, and I'm saying 299, 294. Yeah, and that gasoline's coming from the same area. In fact, I'm looking at a station at 339 in Marion, and literally 0.2 tenths of a mile away, there's a station at 294. So this is a question, actually, I had a, from a reporter today. There's communities 17 miles apart. How can the price be 294 in one of them and 339 in another? Mm-hmm. And the difference there is because... Because in the recent, like last couple of weeks, well, maybe even the last week, the wholesale price of gasoline's come down a lot. Um, that's allowed stations to lower their prices, but it it did swing up a bit in the last couple of days. So those stations at 294, everyone's getting their gas at the same state, well, generally from the same suppliers, but the station at 339 and the station at 294, those stations within Marion themselves are probably paying a similar price. It might be 10 cents a gallon higher or lower, but that doesn't address the 40, 45 cent disparity. So no, because if you look at California, for example, it's a sea of yellow and it's pretty consistent from the North well, to the that, South to the central the parts. So these stations are probably paying a very similar price. One of them is just making 40 cents more a gallon than the other. The other's probably not making really much at all, Matt. And the other's probably making 45 cents a gallon. Because I'm telling you, if you like uh, scourge through portions of Illinois, Missouri, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, you see these little what I call hot spots that it's like, why? But if if you move into other states, take, for example, California, I'm struggling to find any different disparity in prices, just all bright yellow. There's a couple up toward Redding, California. But you got to zoom in, but they're there. But to your point in Carbondale, I only see two, four, six stations in Carbondale that are, well, if I go on the fringe, maybe seven stations in Carbondale, including one that's 389 a gallon. That doesn't seem right. But no, that would probably be accurate. It doesn't seem like there's as many stations in Carbondale as there are in Marion. And I, I do notice, Matt, by the way, um, if you go over to Marion, the proximity 
to I-57. In the interstate, yeah. I so was just getting ready to say inter- that. The interstate stations are going to be a little bit more competitive, especially in Marion, Matt, because they're going to try and get people off I-57. I see. Right? So there, there is a little bit of a difference in agenda. But the difference you point out between Carbondale at 339 and Marion, these stations at 294, is competition. The stations mm. in Carbondale maybe don't have to ha- compete, right? They're not competing for I-57. They're too far away. Nobody in their right mind is going to get off, off I-57 and drive 12 miles to fill to, their to tank. Say, yeah, I know you're right. So a lot of that is station discretion. A lot of that 40 cent a gallon is station discretion. But when prices are swinging wildly, um, a lot less of it is station discretion. So there's a varying amount of discretion that stations have, right? Some days... They're barely breaking even, and they're following the wholesale price. But other times, and by the way, stations like falling prices just as much or more than you and I, because it opens up the door for them to pass along the savings faster if they want or slower at their discretion. So they're empowered. And and by the way, people don't price shop enough still, Matt. You and I do. But (laughs) that's, that's why every station is a different price. And by the way, to add another layer on the whole ugly cake of differences is there's personalized pricing too. Some of the stations that may be charging more, they could have a loyalty program and people oh. want to earn those points and people become less price sensitive when they think they're getting something of value. So, you know, if you if you pull into a gas station, Matt, and it's 30 cents more, but you earn points, it has a very interesting impact on the psyche of or those people. Or they do a reward discount price per gallon. Right. So you might, well, you're, you're still probably paying more though, right? Those stations no, that's what are I'm 45 saying. cents a gallon off. But, but Matt, that's the inherent value. That's why stations have loyalty programs is because people feel they're valuable. And when people think something, something is valuable, sometimes they're willing to pay more. Yeah. I mean, like Nashville metropolitan area in Tennessee, for example, I am seeing in the Southern area, you know, near Brentwood places that are, that are, uh, more, more developed, more affluent, however you mm-hmm. wish to want to call it. They, they seem to be in that hotter, uh, brighter yellow than the rest of Nashville, for example. And, 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 and for those who have not been in Nashville lately, it has become quite the quote unquote oh, man. It, it city. I mean, it by, is. By the way, Matt, did you read that uh, British Airways is going to bring a larger plane? From the sounds of it, they're going to bring a 777 from London to Nashville. By the way, it's the only international stop I think Nashville has. But it was interesting because British Airways is going to, to your point, it's become such a tourist destination that British is going to upscale to a larger plane. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised by that. There are 38 or 42 high rises under under construction or de- planned for development in downtown alone right now. Um, I, it it in the past 10 to 15 years has I don't rec- I live an hour and 45 minutes away from I it and I don't even it recognize and it. And it's only been like five or seven years. I mean, yeah. everything everything's changed. There's all these huge residential high rises. So <laughs> yeah, it's a very different city. But that's my point is yeah. like you've got you have these to hot shop spots. Around. Yeah. You always have to shop around, especially if you're on a road trip, Matt, for Thanksgiving. You know, we underscored it last week. Pack the Gas Buddy app because you're not going to go into the gas station and say, hey, I don't want to pay this price. They'll laugh you out the door. What you can do is instead of exiting in the highway in one stop, you go four miles down the road that, you know, you're going to be on the highway anyway. You might as well just wait a couple more exits because this this exists. That's the whole, you know, Gas Buddy's got such value because I can say, this is a good deal or man, there's other prices that are cheaper. Maybe I'll keep looking. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of reasons on why this is. It's a shame that I can't just pop in in my gas buddy app and say, Hey, I want to go to 
uh, Tampa, Florida and drive and it'll tell me where the cheapest gas prices are along the way. Uh, I wish that would, uh, that, that could be fun. Uh, your wish is my command. I, I, it, I was, it's, uh, see it's, how it's, I set that up? It's done. <laughs> so Matt, go, go in your gas buddy app, mm-hmm. go in your gas buddy app and click find gas. <gasps> okay. So, so you'll see all the stations at the yes. top. There's a bar that says current location. Mm-hmm. Click that and you'll see the first option is to add destination. Oh, so why don't you type in Tampa, Florida as your destination? Yeah. And now since I'm in Chicago, I see a beautiful route from Chicago to Tampa, 17 hours, 20 minutes, 1180 miles. I'm going to select that as my route and look at that. Uh, the quick trip that's down the road, downwind for me in Chicago, just outside Lansing popped up for 267 a gallon. That's my, that's my gas buddy price. And all along my route, Matt, now I'm looking at 309 at a pilot in uh, Hebron, Indiana, mm-hmm. and it's loading prices the entire way. Lafayette, Indiana, 294. So basically, Matt, if you zoom out to the whole route, yeah, look at that. 259 in Kentucky, 261 in Nashville. It's showing me all the stations along my route. So I can plan yep. accordingly that. See, now that's cool. Like, that literally, is a feature I, I did I, not know existed. Yeah. And literally, like if I zoom out to Atlanta, oh look, the cost. Oh my goodness, a marathon for two twenty four. Where is that? I don't know. That is, that is in Perry, Perry, Georgia. I could pay two. Oh my goodness, my favorite. Oh, that's hold on. We've sent him down a rabbit hole. This is very entertaining for me. You have uh, because I, I was going to look at. Oh, there's the Buckies. The Buckies in in uh, in Fort Valley, Georgia. I've, you really, I've spoken you really about like it. Them. Is two twenty two a gallon after my ba- uh, my my gas buddy discount. But anyway, Matt, so anyone can do this in the app. All you have to do is click find gas. And when you get the list of stations, uh, you'll see the, on the top of the, on the top of the list, you'll see current, um, current location, right? It's finding gas for your current location. Click the add destination button. Tell it where you're going, Tampa, Florida. It'll show you the route or it'll offer you a few different routes. Then when you select that route, it'll show you all the gas stations within about a mile of the highway exit. In fact, if you look, Matt, it's showing me that a Murphy Express in Georgia is a, adds a half a mile to my trip, which isn't bad because it's a 222 station. No, that's not bad. A half a mile is, I mean, you can probably, without having like a large amount of hills, see that station easily from the interstate. I mean, a half a mile is not that bad at all. Exactly. So that's a feature that does exist in the Gas Buddy app. It's just one of those things that we've we've tried to hide from you, but now now you've we've exposed it. So don't tell anyone mm. else. It'll be our little secret. Okay. But it's probably the easiest way if you're crossing a state line, if you're growing, you know, I don't even use that often enough. Although the other thing is if people don't know, you can also favorite your certain stations. So Matt, I have a lot of favorites. Um my favorite stations between here and West Michigan. And so I can very quickly, I see the Costco in Chicago is at 345 and then I zoom out. Um, I often stop at the Quick Trip in Lansing, which is new, 267. The Speedway in Michigan City is 256. And in South Haven, Michigan, it's 259. So you can do it one of two we, uh, two ways. You can either tell us your route or if you favorite the station, um, you can very quickly find all of your favorites uh, as a list. So hashtag travel hacks in the gas buddy app. Yes, I am loving this idea. Let's do it. Uh, now all we need is the over a barrel mobile uh, and and uh, we, we need to take a little trip and it'll be is fun. Is that going to be a pump on wheels? 
Oh, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, we pull up to the pump and we're like, we're here to pump you up. You would. <laughs> With cheap gas. <laughs> that could be fun. I'm just saying the over a barrel mobile. Insert I- references about eating too much, uh, too many tacos <laughs> from a certain, from a certain fast food chain. I've got no comment on that. That's uh, we'll, we'll leave that be. But, but yes, anyway, I mean, I it, 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 it's just a perfect lesson for, you know, as, as you mentioned, we cannot you know, as a consumer, you're not going to be able to go into a station and say, why is your price high? You just set it lower. Now nah, just skip that. Just go find the cheapest uh, station along your route in the gas buddy app, but speak with your feet to, rather than rather your, rather than exa- your voice, speak yeah. with your wallet, speak with yeah. your wallet. Right. So, um, you know, kind of going back to what we had mentioned, Matt, prices have inched up a bit in some areas of the country, which, uh, you know, I'm hopeful some of the areas that have popped up that should start to recede again, and by the way, um, most of the countries declined from a week ago. I am looking at you, Florida. You're up 12 and a half cents from last week. New Mexico, you're up six cents from a week ago. West Virginia, up three cents. Alabama and Tennessee, uh, Tennessee, up two cents. South Carolina, Iowa, and Rhode Island, you're up fractions of a penny. But Matt, I think, as I mentioned, I think we could be close to, uh, to testing a bottom, kind of contingent on if OPEC takes action, with one caveat. One caveat, there's one region of the country, Matt, that's definitely not ready to go up yet. And I feel like it's going to be music to their ears. The West Coast, I think you still have plenty of declines coming. And um, Boy, that's the good news. If you're in California. Sake, I hope so I'm looking. It's, it's what LA's I was just telling still you. still a $4.91 a gallon. But the beautiful part, Matt, is there's a couple stations now, the Costco's, <clears> the Sam's Clubs in Southern California. They're within 20 cents of $3.99. The Costco in Signal Hill, $4.19. Uh, Costco and Lakewood in LA, 419. Sam's Club in Long Beach, 418. So they're getting really close. Yeah, I feel bad for them. You poor folks paying that I did, kind of a I, price. I mean, I feel I mean bad. Matt, 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 what the I'm temperature here about in Chicago is like difference. 32 degrees and the sunset <laughs> happens at like 330. It's hard <laughs> to feel bad for somebody that's got palm trees and orange sunsets every night. I'm just going to, I'm sorry, know. Californians. Uh, I do love anyone who uses the gas buddy app, but they, they, you know, that's the cost of living in a beautiful area. Although by the way, your competition, Florida, um, you know, prices are just a little bit less averaging three fourteen. There is a Chevron in Florida city charging two fifty nine. It just sounds wonderful. What, what, yeah. What state do you want palm trees in? Like what, what, what state's better, California or Florida? Um, I mean, I feel like Florida traffic is definitely starting to rival California. I mean, well, certain parts of it, absolutely. The central part of Florida, no question whatsoever. The Tampa Bay, Orlando, the Orlampa, as it's called, or the Orlando and Tampa Bay metro areas are kind of merging together. That is a problem. Uh, but and then you've got the Miami, Fort Lauderdale area, but everything else isn't so bad. <laughs> Miami. Yeah. Well, as long as they start building trains and I mean, you know, flying to that's the one thing that's always amazed me, by the way, about Florida is that, you know, unless you're flying silver airways, uh, it's really hard to get around Florida to fly from Tampa to Orlando. Well, first of all, that's such a short flight. So my apologies, flying from Tampa to like Miami, that's like a four or five hour drive. And I think there's only one airline and a lot of the airlines, like if you fly Delta, you have to go all the way up to Atlanta, Miami to Atlanta, Atlanta to Tampa. That doesn't seem real. (laughs) That doesn't seem really smart. That's like the people that drive 15 miles out of their way to, to fill their tank up. Unless, unless it's like a dollar a gallon less, or you're filling up a tanker, by the way, I am not an advocate of driving too far out of your way. I'm an advocate of, of being smart and finding a station nearby. This is very true. 
Yeah, you've got a very good point. But, um, you know, Matt, we'll be watching very carefully what OPEC does um, because OPEC, you know, the power's in their hands right now. And, and why, you know, people are always befuddled why OPEC is still relevant. Why do they, We're talking about David versus Goliath. I mean, the U.S. is the world's largest oil producer. We produce 13.2 million barrels a day. So mm-hmm. we are the world's largest producer. By the way, that's up 2 million barrels from two years ago. Um, actually, from the start of 2021. Um, but when you put when you put 13 of the world's largest oil producers together, <laughs> that becomes it's, it's still hard to compete. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like watching um, Lord of the Rings, right? And it's the good against uh, the evil. <laughs> and OPEC, you know, OPEC's kind of evil. You know, at least the Saudis are trying to drive oil prices up. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the concern. So where do we look at from now, like the first few weeks of December? Are you thinking prices are going to kind of be where we are right now? Am I going to like suddenly wake up and I'm 20 cents more per gallon like I did last week? Where what well, are we could, looking at here? Yeah, that could happen, Matt. Um, oh, man. Um, you know, well, uh, 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 let me caveat that. I, I think Florida, as I mentioned, pr- they just price cycled. So prices in Florida just went up. So the stations in Florida that just went up are going to start inching back down. But price cycling also happens in areas of the Great Lakes like Michigan, Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. It's possible that those four states, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, uh, Ohio, could price cycle this week. And that could mean a, a jump of 20 to 40 cents at individual stations. That could be enough to send the national average back up a little bit. But... Even if OPEC does have a surprise announcement, Matt, I don't think we're going to get blown out of the water. I don't think gas prices are going to get blown out of the water. I think I think we'll be in this ballpark of low prices uh, for the next couple of weeks. So, so what's you know, the we cheapest go up price that you're bit. finding in the country? What's the cheapest price that you're seeing? Do you really want to know? I do. I want to be depressed for a moment. You want to be a you're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> I mean, it was Thanksgiving. Well, right now, I think some of the cheapest prices. Oh, by the way, if you're in Georgia. Pause the program and go fill your tank up uh, because <laughs> prices are about to go up Oh, in Georgia because their gas tax holiday is expiring. It's very unique how this is happening, but Governor Kemp called a special session and he acted with emergency authority to waive the state's gasoline tax. But the law is written that the next time that there's a session that that emergency gasoline tax then has to be voted on and approved. And I'm guessing that they're just going to allow it to expire. So if you're in Georgia... You could pay 30 cents less today, or if you wait till tomorrow, you're probably going to pay like 30 cents more. But Matt, back to your point, the cheapest station I can find right now is in um, is in Texas. Uh, oh, look, it's Bucky's. Bucky's at 229 in uh, in Ennis, Texas. And the most uh, expensive price that you're finding probably it's the not, gas stations by Orlando. To, yeah, well, no, it's 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 you know. Uh, We've gotten a lot of social media hits from there's a mobile station in Southern California that's typically 779. I don't see it reported Ugh. recently. Um, but what I do see is that a uh, a station, a Chevron in uh, Vidal Junction is at 779. And that's it's kind of an isolated area um, out in the middle of uh, out in the middle of the border between Arizona and California. That sounds awful. It is. It is awful. I mean, that but, just sounds Awful. But your captive audience, if you're finding yourself out in the middle of the road, you're probably going to willingly pay seven seventy nine. Hopefully but, you're not buying a full tank at that because oh gosh, I sure now, wouldn't. Now I have to do the arithmetic. A full tank on my Mazda CX-5, which takes about 15 gallons, a full tank would be $117. 
Yeah, I'm trying to do the math at 279 a gallon, which is what I'm able to get gas for right where I'm sitting. Well, let, versus let's do the, the difference. Seven, like yeah. there, that's a, $117 for a tank versus $41.85. Uh, that's yeah, that's 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 some serious. That's wow. I wow. I cannot wrap my mind around that. That hurts. Um, I'm really surprised that places like Hawaii or Alaska are not uh, uh, creating some price, uh, you know, co uh, competition. Not seven. The highest price in Hawaii right now, by the way, Matt, that I'm showing is five fifty-seven. So uh, it's that could like be worse. leagues lower than California's highest price. That's so weird to me. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is, I suppose. And and, uh, and you know, Alaska doesn't. I mean, am I looking at Alaska price? That can't be right. Well, no, there there are some there are some very rural areas in Alaska, but we generally don't get those reported to us understood, very often. Understood. Understood. So we but are I'm seeing looking at like Anchorage and I'm seeing prices below four bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Alaska's state average is below four bucks. Yeah. Um, the, the Costco in Fairbanks is three forty nine. So now up in Cordova, kind of a rural area, Shoreside Petroleum is at five sixty nine. But again, that's an area that I believe has to be served by a special barge that brings that gasoline in. Then that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it makes a little more sense, but there's probably not a whole lot of competition. But, you know, as we wrap up, Matt, let's focus on the good. And that's that, you know, I think prices in most areas should continue to mellow out in the next uh, week. But we're going to be keeping a very, very close eye out on OPEC. By the way, Matt, I'm going to take a little vacation, but we'll I'm, I'm going to pack you with me. So we're going to do this again overseas. <laughs> and, oh, overseas. Uh, okay. What yeah. suitcase are you putting me in? This will be fun. Well, you know, there may be some Christmas <laughs> markets involved. Let, let's leave that as a surprise. Okay. But for now, let's, uh, why don't you remind everyone of our socials? I knew you were going to ask that. That scares me now. <laughs> At Gas Buddy Guy, obviously for Patrick, over a barrel mat for me. Those are on X, formerly known as Twitter. I think we're still supposed to say that. I don't know. Who and knows? then, of course, also by email, you can, you can even go to the Gas Buddy uh, page itself, gasbuddy.com. Just scroll at the bottom. And right there, over a barrel podcast, it's really easy to get a hold of us. And the email, Patrick, you're going to have to help me on that because I don't it's have it right in front of me. Podcast at gasbuddy.com. Nice and simple. Yeah, that's why I can't remember it because it's so simple. <laughs> there we go. Hey, you know what? We will talk again next week. And uh, I guess everybody have yourselves a great, great rest of the week and, and uh, keep it right here for over a barrel. Have we'll a nice see you here one. soon.